a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. It is July 1st. It is July 1st, 2019, if you can believe it. And since it's July 1st, uh, of course, it's political season <laughs> because it's always political season. Uh, and so we needed to lean on uh, the great insight from Jason Perry from uh, the Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah. Jason, thanks for joining us today. Always good to be with you, Boyd. <laughs> All right. Uh, amazingly, it is July, and amazingly, there are our politics to talk about. <laughs> so, well, for people like us, that's the best time of, of the year. Every day is Christmas, right? Yes, yeah, right. Uh, we, we've had the big uh, Democratic presidential debates, two of them last week. Uh, really interesting today. First, I want to hit the kind of the poll numbers. We'll talk about the fundraising, and then I want to get uh, your insight on uh, the Salt Lake Mayor's race. Uh, ScottRasmussen.com uh, did a uh, post-debate poll. This was a poll that ran over the weekend, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so all taken after the two nights of debates. And interestingly enough, Joe Biden still sits on top with 28%. Bernie Sanders is at 14 Kamala Harris 11 and Elizabeth Warren at 8 So the only real shift we saw was Kamala Harris went up about 5 uh, Biden dropped a point, Bernie dropped a point, and Warren dropped a point. Uh, what does that tell us about these debates? Well, so there's only so much you can say from these debates because uh, we, we see some of these moments where people start to shine. In those poll results that you just mentioned, it was Kamala Harris that finally saw a little bit of a tick up in her campaign. It was mostly in the, the single figures, you know, was raising some money. But, you know, she's had a moment there where she's actually got some attention there. But what we really saw was some of the strength of Joe Biden. And he's the one that took the shots in that debate, particularly from Kamala. So it shows that I wouldn't go as far as fragile. But, but it is still uh, he's still in a position right now where he's going to be attacked. And some of those things, based on a really long history of record, are things that people can start chipping at. Yeah, very fascinating. Uh, so, so of course, the big test uh, for anyone who gets a moment, uh, whether that's a Kamala Harris or a, a Mayor Pete, uh, they all need to be able to, to uh, translate that and transform that moment into fundraising dollars, organization, and momentum. Uh, the second quarter numbers have just come out, and uh, the the first numbers we have out, of course, were Mayor Pete's because he had he really had something to say. Twenty four wow, million dollars in the quarter. What does that tell us? Well, it's huge. Twenty four point eight million dollars. He was kind of the first to put it out because he's got 
of number he's pretty happy with. <laughs> yeah. But that is a that's a that's a really big number. I think we'll see some of these other candidates like Joe Biden will 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 have bigger numbers uh, based on the effort right there. But it says a lot about the message for Mayor Pete in particular. I think he said something like two hundred ninety four thousand donors, something like that. So. Really, what they're trying to show is not only am I able to make uh, a lot of money in terms of my donations, but I'm able to get it from a lot of people. That seems to be the next step for these elected officials. It's one thing to say, I got a whole bunch of money from a few people, but they're trying to say this translates to my overall popularity. Right, really, really getting that moment. What did you think of, uh, I wanted to get your take on this last week. Uh, Mayor Pete really had a a unique political moment. Uh, He was challenged by the moderators, by uh, how he has handled uh, race relations and an officer, an officer involved shooting there in uh, South Bend, Indiana, and he just owned it. He said it's because I I didn't get it done. What did you think of that uh, approach of just uh, owning the issue? Well, I think that doesn't happen enough anymore in politics. It was one of those moments where really said you know, the buck stops with me, and I didn't deliver on this one. I think it's important for elected officials to take note of this approach. He could have tried to explain or defend or justify in any kind of uh, form on the stage right there, but he didn't. I think that shows you know some strength, but it's also a really great lesson for other elected officials. Just take it. Don't try to explain it away. Yeah, I thought that was uh, refreshing. <laughs> it was refreshing, to say the least. Uh, but as, as you said, Jason, uh, definitely a, a leadership lesson. Uh, that's definitely worth uh, picking up on for sure. All right, let's let's shift to the the local issues now. Uh, we've got a, a mayor's race coming up, and, and a lot of people don't realize that the uh, the first vote on this is not that far away. It's in August. Well, it, it isn't. I mean, it's coming up pretty quickly. In fact, August thirteenth uh, is uh, this primary election, which we'll get ready for, of course, on November fifth. Um, it's interesting when you talk to people on the street, as, as I am, is they say, okay, I think I have a couple candidates I like. And I said, well, uh, are you gonna, when are you going to show up and vote? And they're saying, well, when is that? <laughs> well, that's coming up pretty quick. Uh, so I think that these candidates have a little bit of work to do, not just in getting their own name out there, but in a, and driving some kind of get-out-the-vote initiative because these candidates need it. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we've got Jason Perry from uh, the Hinckley Institute of Politics at the University of Utah joining us today, breaking down both national and local issues. Uh, Obviously, in this short window uh, where there's just not a lot of energy, not a lot of oxygen, people are off on vacations and uh, dealing with camps and the like, um, who do you think has the advantage rolling into that uh, first vote in August as it relates to these uh, mayoral candidates? Well, because of those really valid points, uh, you know, people are, are not paying as much attention as maybe they should for a local race like this because people in, in Salt Lake City are very much impacted by this race uh, since there's not a lot of attention to it and there is not a huge amount of difference between these candidates in terms of their policies. Sadly, it largely comes down to name ID and the ability of these candidates uh, to get enough, uh, you know, enough of that ID out there to get people to come vote for them. What I think is interesting, what, what some of these candidates are doing right now during kind of this lull, is they're trying to get people to come out saying that they're endorsing them. This is sort of the ind- mm. endorsement couple of weeks. Right. Okay. Uh, great, great point there. Uh, when, when you mentioned the fact that there isn't a lot of policy difference, uh, we've had a number of the candidates uh, on this show already. We'll try to get them all on before we get into August. Uh, but because there isn't a lot of policy difference, uh, that ability to differentiate uh, really does become the, the test in the end, doesn't it? 
Well, it really does. You know, I, I had a chance because, you know, I, I live in Salt Lake City, and so I have candidates sending their surrogates, knocking on our doors and leaving literature. And, you know, I, I cover up the picture and I look at what they're saying. And every, every one of these candidates is the clean air candidate, the one that's going to work on the infrastructure in the state. You know, and, and so I start looking at those and I say, wow, these candidates have to start differentiate, at least in terms of kind of the success of the city itself. And they're tied to those issues for sure. Uh, but if they're going to be successful, it's got to be more than just that. They have to say, I am the one that's going to restore Salt Lake City, whatever that vision is that they have. And uh, you start seeing some of these endorsements come out from kind of uh, important figures, particularly in the Democratic Party, that I think are trying to say, well, uh, if you like me, you're going to like where this candidate goes. And so I think you'll like the overall approach that's a that's a really good point i i think the uh, it kind of reminds me of the potato chip aisle you know there's there there's just in the face of overwhelming similarities uh you know even those slight differences uh new and improved something or another uh someone's going to have to differentiate uh, as they get into august uh, to really try to move the needle uh, i want to sneak in one one more question for you jason and i appreciate you stepping out of uh, your meeting and your busy monday uh, to join us here on inside sources um, you know, as I look at this mayor's race, it's it just reminded me this morning that uh, it's easy to get excited about a presidential race or, you know, big, uh, you know, statewide elections. But when it comes down to it, these local races really do impact our lives more than the big statewide or national races do. Well, it, you and I have talked about this before, Boyd. It's just such a reality. We're, we're all so interested in talking about what's happening uh, in these debates uh, nationally, and we should, for sure. But every single day, the second uh, we turn on the lights in our homes in Salt Lake City, we're impacted by policies that will be set forward uh, by the mayor. And so in, in this, you know, in this particular race, I, I think that's important for people to really think about, say, the level of government closest to the people has the biggest impact. And I think people should take this race very seriously. I'm not saying they're not, but even more during these summer months when we can be doing our vacations, let's at least make sure we show up and vote. All right. Fantastic. Jason Perry from the University of Utah. Thanks for joining us, Jason. We'll uh, have you back real soon. Absolutely, boy. Thanks. All right. Jason Perry, uh, Hinckley Institute of Politics. Always great to get his insight uh, on things national and local. That's one of the things I love about the Hinckley Institute is they do have uh, both that uh, worldwide and, and national perspective as well as uh, their finger on the pulse of what's happening right here uh, in the great state of Utah. All right. As we uh, wrap up our day today, uh, if you didn't check out, there's a there's just an awesome story uh, today uh, about a, a young man, a uh, high-functioning uh, autistic boy who had to fly by himself uh, from California up to Oregon. His mom was worried that this boy was going to bug whoever his seatmate was. Mom wrote a nice note and, and put $10 in an envelope to give to his seatmate, you know, to so they could buy a drink in case he asked them, you know, 57 times uh, how much longer till we get there. Uh, anyway, it turned out she got a great note back from the seatmate uh, who really hit it off. They became travel buddies. He took the $10 and donated it to the Autism Society. Uh, great story. You can uh, you can see that one up on CNN and a couple of other places. But it was just one more reminder to me that people are good and people do good things, and we need to remember that despite uh, what politics is doing to us. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us on a Monday. Uh, Todd Fuchs is going to anchor coming up here along with Mary Richards. Don't go anywhere. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. As always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, 
and do something that makes a difference. We'll catch you tomorrow.